Welcome to Fables of Our Deconstruction, a podcast where we examine our systems of faith and culture together as we grow as people. I'm your host, Dylan. If you like what you hear, check me out at patreon.com slash Dylan. If you'd like to be on a future episode, leave me a message at 515-318-7569 or find Fables of Our Deconstruction on Spotify and leave me a voice message. Leave your name, otherwise I will keep you anonymous. Let's get into this. Look at that! I'm on time, and, secretly, I'm ahead on record. I'm finding time to record these more frequently, I'm building that into my schedule, and today, like I wanted to do last time, was to take this time as the last entry of 2023, the last episode of the year. I want to focus on goals and breaking down, deconstructing how this year went so I can plan to have a better year, not just as a podcaster, but as a content creator, as an artist, as a person, as someone trying to navigate this hellscape we call the internet. So, when I think about that, what actually comes to mind? One of the first big things is that, well, I wasn't super good at scheduling this podcast this year. It's important to me, and I'm learning it's important to you too. My numbers are going up. We're getting more listeners, and that is extremely exciting. As a matter of fact, I've had people reach out to me about interviews, and in the new year, our very first episode will be an interview, and I'm excited for that. I think that's amazing. What a great way to interact with other people deconstructing, interact with other people interacting with their faith, and what a great way to bring more content to the table as this grows, and we spread out, and we become a part of that niche of critical, skeptical, religious entertainment. Is this entertaining? I mean, I hope so. But I need to be good about that schedule, so I'm doing my best to get ahead of it. I'm actually a couple weeks ahead right now, and if I can can adhere to that, who knows? Perhaps I'll be... I'd like to be like a month ahead. That'd be ideal. That'd be amazing, because that gives me some wiggle room. My challenge in the past is if I ever need to... Uh, utilize that wiggle room and f- eat up that uh, that stockpile, I have a hard time rebuilding stock. That being said, when I look at what I'm doing as an artist, as a creative person, I'm trying to build a better hierarchy and a better dimension of how I approach my community. I love the concept of the Brimstone Order. I love my brand, Brimstone Studios. I'm starting to use it more and more everywhere I go. Uh, and when I look at that, uh, the, the name is intentionally evocative of a concept that might offend somebody and it immediately creates a sense of in-group out-group and I struggle with that I hate in-group out-group behavior so one of the things I want to focus on as we roll forward into the new year is how do I create a group a community that's I've already got how do I curate that and grow it in new new ways that does have that exclusive feel of an in-group without ostracizing anybody who's not in, without creating an othered outgroup. 
You know, I want this to feel like, yeah, I deserve to be here. This is a special place to be. But everybody could and should be here. And that's a good thing. Uh, so that's a, a challenge, but something I'm keeping on my mind. So what I'm doing right now as we speak, I'm working on fleshing out my content goals for the Brimstone Studios website. And I have these uh, awesome plans for how to begin advertising and pushing a little harder in 2024. Uh, that's one of my biggest weak points is trying to advertise and getting all of that right. It's easy to create Instagram ads, Facebook ads, and not have any grasp over what I'm trying to do with them. And knowing that I, as a consumer, don't really interact with those ads. As a matter of fact, I use browsers that stop almost all advertisements from getting to me. I'm not a big fan of advertising. So knowing that, how am I going to create an impact in the world around me uh, in a way that I would care about? One of the big things I've thought about since my, my young adulthood was this phrase, uh, don't invest in something that you don't already use. Like, don't spend a bunch of money uh, upholding a company like, I don't know, let's just pick something like don't I shouldn't uh, I shouldn't invest in Wizards of the Coast if all they're making is magic because I don't play magic lucky for me I play D&D &D, so maybe I should right but let's go a little deeper like don't I shouldn't invest in a company that makes t model cars when I haven't built a model car in 25 years uh, anything like that right it's not a part of my life so when I look at that approach uh, that's changed a lot of how I approach my work altogether I want to create an art book in 2024 and that feels while well, I'm recording this on, on the 19th of December, 2023 and next year is right around the corner. I have to prepare that plan. I have to have that plan ready as soon as humanly possible. If that's even going to be a reality. Uh, but the reason I want to make an art book is because that's more lined up with what I might buy. I'm not a big purchaser of prints. I have some around here from artists, but that's not my, the thing I devour. I like figures. I like, uh, like, I have little statues of stuff. I like that stuff. Um, and I want it to really speak to me. So I want the artwork and things I'm creating uh, on a consumer level to be things that I would buy. Because that's easier to convince you to buy it, perhaps. Or at least I'd like to believe that because, well, I know what got me to buy it. So when I look at advertising, I go, well, I, I don't really click on things unless I... Uh, it, really feel compelled or if it's an accident frankly most of my clicking is an accident i can be scrolling along on my phone and click on something and be like oh damn it how did i get here so i don't want to do that i don't want to be the person making instagram ads and as a matter of fact i loathe most social media even though i'm going to encourage people to share this everywhere they can because social media has a lot of strength but word of mouth is stronger so i look back and I think about the things that impacted me in positive ways that were functionally advertising. And one of those ways was guerrilla sticker campaigns. In the beginning, for me, back in my edgy teenage days in the early 2000s, I was a fan of bands as they came out. I was kind of a hipster, still kind of am when it comes to that. I do want to be in, into something early. There's a nice feeling about being on board early. And I love smaller things. I love getting to know music when it's created by smaller artists. I like getting to know those artists if possible. It creates this sense that, you know, this is legitimate. I could do this. Their, their level of creativity is not so far removed from mine that this is an impossible or Herculean feat that I cannot do. 
So I want to look at those things. One of those campaigns that I was a part of was for the band Seether, whom I don't necessarily care for anymore, but at the time, in 2001 or whatever, I was very into. And I became a part of their street team. And they sent me stickers. I didn't have to pay for the stickers. They just sent them to me. They said, give them to everybody you know. Stick them places. I'm going to do that. That's going to be something I'm going to do. Because to elaborate on this concept, when I really break it down, I still notice unique and weird stickers. Catherine and I were in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, and I noticed stickers with Lego people on them doing strange things. And I frequently said, what's that all about? And that... That gets me better than a Facebook ad or an Instagram ad. I, I have a hard time trusting things online. There's a lot of bad faith transactions on the internet these days, especially stemming from large companies like Amazon, and I think that's made me less interested in being a part of those ecosystems. And I really don't want to interact with them, so why would I be there? To go a step further... One of my proudest things from 2023 is building an ever-growing, not necessarily massive, but robust newsletter fan base, readership. It's been amazing. As a matter of fact, some of these episodes of Fables have been from my newsletter. I've read my newsletter to you because I think what I had to say was important. And I find myself finding new things to say every week. I've written a new one every week all year long. That is a big feat, and I love that. And so when I look at my content and the, and the way that this all rolls out for me, I'm viewing it as Patreon is the top. All new content begins there. That is the bedrock of the brimstone order. Every single person who follows me begins as a, I'm trying to come up with the word for them, a glimmer, uh, a spark, a phantom. There, there, there's a, a shadow in the dark, uh, dancing in the fringes of the light created by the wonderful community I've created. Every because there's free, free subscriptions, free following on Patreon now, which is amazing. So that's that's the number one like place where all the stuff's gonna go. And those who actually have titles, goblins, satyrs, and devils, will receive the best and the newest and the most interesting content I have to create. And that will trickle into two places, brimstonestudios.com and the Brimstone Good Fight newsletter. It's an old phrase from a lot of the content I used to make about fighting the good fight and how do we keep going and how do we keep creating even when it feels like the world might shit on you. So I'm going to try to filter things into that. One of my plans is to continue separating myself from social media. I don't plan on losing my Facebooks. Uh, I don't plan on losing my Instagram. But I want to spend less time on those platforms. They're not good for my psychological well-being. And I don't know if that's the world I want to live in. Especially when I have over 900 followers on Instagram. And 50 to 60 people see my posts. And I have about 130 people who read my newsletter or subscribe to my newsletter and about 100 of them read it every week. There's a better outlet for getting this content. There's no way I should be funneling my energy and efforts into a platform that does not want to support a creator. And so that's, that's something I'm focusing on. Those are a lot of my goals. When it comes to fables, I see a lot of value in this because I'm not here to be an angry atheist I am here to be skeptical. I am here to be critical. 
But I want us to sit down and take little things apart. Take apart what we believe in. Take apart the things that are surrounding us. And try to examine it to the best of our ability. And determine whether or not these parts deserve to stay. And if some of them do, how do we put them back together in a way that serves us best? And the more we get to know each other, the more we interact. The more parts we're going to be exposed to. More little things we're going to have to take apart. I'm not here to argue. I don't want to be another version of the atheist experience. I don't want to be the line. I don't want to have theists call in and debate me. That's not where I find value. But I do want theists, if they say, hey, hey here's the reasons why I believe, uh, then I, I want to hear from them. But I want them to know that we're going to try to take it apart. And if how I take it apart with you or for you is is not convincing, then, again, this is not a debate. If it's not convincing, just tell me, or even don't tell me, hey, that was not convincing. I'm holding on to this faith. And that, that to me, is going to continue my deconstruction of what I believe in and why. Because perhaps even now, from my skeptical lens, I've got bad reasons to believe in things. One of the things that still kills me is that I was putting apple cider vinegar on my hair when I was struggling with with dandruff. And I said to my wife, hey, I can tell it's working because it hurts. <laughs> She's like, that's a great reason to know something's working. And it really opened my eyes to the behaviors I'm doing. I'm still holding on to, to magical thinking to some level, and maybe I'll always have a little bit of that in me, but I want to get to the bottom of it. So I do want theists involved. I do want people of faith involved. I do want people who still believe in Santa involved, as long as we're willing to take these things apart. And if after you take apart the things you believe in, and you help me take them apart with you, if it's still something you value, and if it still holds up, if all those parts deserve to go back together the way they were, awesome. Great for you. But if they don't, I want you to be able to acknowledge that. That's where this is going to grow. This is, again, a way for us to examine. We look at things. And I don't think I've ever been able to define a project I've worked on better than this project. I think Fables is fantastic. We're doing really good things. So there's a lot going on in the new year. We're going to keep recording this. We're going to keep going. I want to hear from you. So if you're out there, if you're listening right now, find me on social media. Uh, like and subscribe everywhere you can. Send me a message. You know, I'm the Dylan Jacobson or Brimstone Studios on everything. Uh, if you don't have the money or the financial means to become a part of the Patreon right now, you if you have an account on Patreon, you can follow me. Go ahead and give me a free follow. That, that's going to get you a little bit closer. Or sign up for my newsletter. All of those things help. And a great place you can find all of this content, although it's a bit spicy and a little adult-oriented, is BrimstoneStudios.com. That's the home. That's the place I'm from. That's where we're going. That's how this is all shaken down. That's what it's going to be. Because I've taken apart a lot of things this year. And now it's time I start building things back up. Wow. Thank you so much for being here. We have wrapped up a first complete year of podcasting. Sure, I missed a few weeks in there. But we're back on board and we're doing the best we can. And I know we're going to create some amazing content in 2024. I hope you all have an amazing new year. And if you celebrate any holidays, Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, those things have all happened or are going on right now. I hope they've been amazing for you. 
You don't have to believe in Jesus to have Christmas. You just have to believe in giving and kindness and family. So without further blabbering on and on, this has been Fables of Our Deconstruction. Fables of Our Deconstruction is created by me, Dylan Jacobson. Please like and review Fables wherever you get your podcasts. And join my community, the Brimstone Order, at patreon.com slash Dylan. I'd like to thank Apes of the State for the use of the song moments a year from now as my intro and outro. I can't wait to see you all in 2024. Remember, we're never alone. We are in this together. 